Welcome to another edition of BJ Shea's Board Game Alliance, and I am not Joey D's. I'm Vicky Barcelona. You are? Yeah, Joey huh. D's didn't get a voice change here. <laughs> he is on assignment, which is probably involving a lot of chicken soup and tissues. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. heard he wasn't doing great. No, he was not. Uh, but across from me is Josh Utley of the Omega Gamers. Hey, how's it going? As, but, oh, but hold on, yeah. that, you are not just Vicky Oh, Pete. that you, is right. You are you are something else. I am Vicky 2.0, now with better art, but way more overpowered. B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I count that as a win. Uh, also, we have Sean Epperson from Thing 12 Games. Oh, hey, hey. And before we get into today's shenanigans without Joey D's, Josh, what is our contact info? Oh, that would require preparedness on my part. <laughs> it's something like, you know, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Yes, go BJ to BJ. Geek go to BJ. Geek Nation. <laughs> I believe in you. Hi, you lost the game. I did. I lost. Uh, BJGeekNation.com. You get all the podcasts, blogs, interviews, videos, links, and more. More. All the more. Uh, you can also search for us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Radio.com, and iTunes. Look at that. Where, you know, I was thinking about it. You guys do your five-star review, like um, mm-hmm. get a, a, an autographed paper and a comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, yeah. I got some board games with shrink wrap on them. Oh, give us I a five-star be, review. I Talk would be about willing to uh, contribute to our bribery. I mean, uh, to uh, uh, rewarding <laughs> the lovely flan- flans. Flans. Uh, okay, or I love flans. I do love flan. And it's delicious. <laughs> uh, I mean, especially if you comment about how much you love BJ Shea's Geek Nation's Board Game Alliance. And, <laughs> and, and if you... Uh, politely disparage Sean, then that's even better. I'm moving to the top of the list. It's perfect. So, yeah, no, d- definitely uh, do those five-star reviews because uh, we're trying to get a ball in there. <laughs> so what is going on for today, guys? Well, we got a little... Special delivery! Well, I had one. It didn't just get delivered. It was hand-delivered. Ooh. What? Hand-delivered by the designer. Ooh. How much did that cost? Two copies. <laughs> I had to be friends with him. Oh, oh that's, that's just too bad. And, and because this is a podcast and I just whispered, I said you had to be friends with him. Good job. <laughs> uh, and in all fairness, it was Seals of Cthulhu by Thing 12 Games. Uh, the box is amazing. It's a book box. It's got uh, magnets holding the lid. The card quality is superb. Wow. The gameplay, eh. <laughs> no, the is gameplay it because of who you're good. playing with? <laughs> but in all in all fairness, uh, it was promised in February of 2019, and it was delivered in November of 19. Yeah, we were really so late on that one. we will uh, get a cane and be punishing <laughs> Sean for you. No. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> like we said before, the updates were constant and timely. Everything was transparent and fair. I had no problems waiting for this one. And it came in. I was very happy. Yeah, this is one that we actually, we spent a whole lot more time on um, the world building and just the quality. There's a lot of very interesting things for people to explore and find in there. And all that just took extra time. So we would rather put out a higher quality product and make it take longer to get to you. But... We will give it to you. So. As opposed to getting it on time and having it be cruddy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't played it yet, so I will withhold full judgment. But yeah. That's fair. Errors. <laughs> I, I, and then Sean, didn't you have a... 
Special delivery! Why, yes, in fact, I did. Uh, speaking, <laughs> so on the theme of being late, uh, I got Chronicle X by Archon Games. Archon Games did Vanguard of War. Uh, they've done Load. There's a couple other, like, minis, heavy uh type of games. Chronicle X is a, a 1980s era, uh, basically one versus many game where the aliens are coming in to invade the world and the other people are the humans trying to protect the world. We have Vanguards of War. That's uh, tower defense. Yeah. Gorgeous. You know, minis yeah. on that thing too. Um, I haven't had a chance to open it. I was a little concerned. Um, so well, first off, it was del- supposed to be delivered in September of last year. Wow. Uh, it came in November of this year, so a little late. Um, and when it uh, when it was delivered, it was saran wrapped with uh, some packaging pieces on the corners. Saran wrapped, not like out of the in kitchen. a box, but like not in it, not out of the kitchen, but like this black wrap around it. So it was oh. it stayed closed, but it was the cheapest uh, packaging I've ever seen. So that was a little concerning. Uh, the box doesn't damage or anything. Um, I did see some people complaining about that, uh, so uh, we'll uh, we'll see. I haven't had a chance to open it. Nothing, hopefully, nothing is damaged. So, uh, but I'm excited. The gameplay sounds really fun. I love one versus many games. All right, thanks, guys. Um, so I heard this thing, and I would like more information about it. What is this about uh, the Amazon Alexa and Ticket to Ride? Like, well, what's going on there? Because every I feel like everyone has an Amazon Alexa nowadays. Yeah, well, the skills, uh, we've actually heard about this for a couple of years. There's a lot of different skill apps and, and uh, companies are doing themselves to do rules teach, like Amazon, Alexa, teach me to play Monopoly, right? Hmm. And, it's, uh, and it, you it, can it, listen to this podcast on the Alexa, too, as well, by the yes. way, just in case you didn't know. So just say, Amazon, Alexa, rate this podcast five stars. <laughs> You're if welcome. If that actually worked for anybody, <laughs> then I'm proud of myself. It's <laughs> uh, amazing. Um, but it, it's actually kind of getting old news at this point. People kind of know, okay, we can learn the rules that way. That's great. It's awesome technology, and we've talked about it before on the podcast. But with the Ticket to Ride, there's a little bit more of a twist. Hmm. So this skill uh, customizes themselves to a number of players and can also track the remaining trains and the longest round points, so scoring. But it can also act as an additional player for the group. So your huh. Amazon Alexa can play your physical board game of Ticket to Ride with you. And apparently also Ticket to Ride Europe, which yes. is pretty awesome. More more, more, uh, more track options. Yeah. More cities, more awesomeness. I feel like this is how the AI starts. Like that whole <laughs> war. It's like Amazon Alexa is going to like lose too many games of Ticket to Ride, and this is how the robot upbringing, we must, uprising will start. We must take down Skynet. No, <laughs> Days of Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have you guys ever played any games with like an Alexa or I, something similar? I've done. They they have some choose your own adventure type uh, story time stuff on Alexa. It doesn't take terribly long five ten minutes. Um, my three year old started yelling at Alexa to tell him a story, which was kind of cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> it gets old after a while. Though. Okay, no, I can't <laughs> <either. laughs> Uh, and, but nothing outside of what would be response driven. So hmm. this is interesting. I wonder, you like, oh, I want to play a game. Well, I, I, solo rules are dumb. Alexa, let's play Ticket to Ride. <laughs> okay, I'm blue. I'm like, no, I'm blue. <laughs> oh my god, okay, I would fantastic. fight with my. Or Alexa computer. blocks you, like you're trying to take the the longest road, and it blocks you off of it, and you're like, ah, oh, Alexa, 
Dang it. Oh, my God. I, I actually really want to see this because I feel like it could get pretty competitive. In my mind, it just went to an episode of Cops where Alexa is telling the cops that I flipped the table and I'm in a... a, a uh, uh, a standoff. Uh, I'm in a standoff, and I'm like, I have the the can of beer still because every episode of Cops had the guy with the wife beater and the can of beer. <laughs> but I'm arguing with Alexa over a game of Ticket to Ride where I flip the table. I could see that. Yeah, me too. Next season Check on out. Cops. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm not leaving until I get the longest route. Cops Gen Con edition. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but yeah, if you guys have uh, uh, are playing this or have played any type of board game with like an Alexa or any other type of device like this or even like an app game where like you connect an app with your gameplay, let us know how that is and uh, if you think this is a good idea. Well, in the in the theme of our kind of upgrade episode we got going on here, um, some upgrades are good. Mm-hmm. Some upgrades are not good. Okay. Some upgrades are necessary. <laughs> and yeah. Sean posted us a necessary upgrade. Uh, yes, so Stonemaier, uh, mm-hmm. their, one of their latest games, Tapestry, has been getting uh, a lot of press and uh, some complaints from people saying that it's certain races, certain civilizations that are in the game are a little overpowered or a little underpowered. And so Stonemaier, an attempt to address this, has actually released a new version of what those civilizations should be able to do. So they basically change up uh, all their different faction abilities. Now, the problem with is lots of games produce FAQs and erratas to address issues that come up when people unexpectedly break the game or if there's a typo. The problem here that I personally don't agree with is that they knew these were unbalanced when they sold it, and they purposely were like, we're going to let everybody play it and kind of crowdsourced some playtesting. Hmm. And I, just just me, just Josh saying, I think they could have playtested this one down a little bit. Because this has only been out for a couple weeks. Yeah, it hasn't uh, been out for too long. There were, there were a couple of civs that when I first saw them, I'm like, this, just out of the gate with like not knowing any, any more information, this just seems weirdly potentially broken. And yeah, to really know that, you'd have to play hundreds of games or whatever, but it just seemed like my, my spidey sense was going off, like there might be problems here. And the fact that they did this, I'm glad that they did. That's cool that they're addressing issues and that it's people free. are having. And it's oh, free. Okay. Yeah, they're say. not charging anything. Okay. So you can just go and you can download it and you know add that in. And it does change, like if you've played the game and you had a certain experience with it, now this will give you another opportunity to play the game. So there's definitely upsides here. Yeah. I just would like this done in the beginning. Now, this wasn't a Kickstarter. This wasn't a big... It, it just got a lot of hype because of the company. And gotcha. usually very do hype. But yeah. it, For those it just that seems a little... Cheesy? Cheesy, yeah. For those who aren't super into board gaming, like what are some of the other Stonemeyer games? Like why does this company get a lot of hype because of their name? Well, Scythe. Okay. That's their big one. Which was, got that, a lot of awards this year, correct? Uh, it got a lot of awards the year it came out, and mm-hmm. but they've been uh, adding on. They did a, a, le- a legacy a mm-hmm. expansion for it, and um, and then they did Wingspan, which that was an unexpected hit. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they didn't even they, – they came out and said we didn't think we would – print this well so stores much. weren't ordering a bunch of copies either like stores were like this is a game about birds okay yeah. we're gonna order a small number so i mean they have a game about photosynthesis like it doesn't matter what the game is about like it could be a hit yeah yeah and it's uh, what we're learning <laughs> the 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 thing with stonemeyer is production quality is unmatched 
Mm-hmm. They have phenomenal components. Uh, the rule books are very well edited. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why they, it seems a little weird that this happened. Yeah, and and Jamie Stegmar, he's outspoken about Kickstarter, and he he loves it. He doesn't do it so much no more. He does direct publishing, which is great. This was direct published, not Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just a victim of everybody expects this bar, and mm-hmm. if I ever fall below this bar, I'm suddenly not as good as I was, when really, okay, well, you're below your own bar, but you're still amazing. So maybe that's where this is falling. Well, I'm also wondering if it's not kick- Kickstarter, like we've talked about, uh, there, it's a little bit more flexible in the sense of, you know, especially if you're giving out the updates, like, hey, I'm going to be late on this game, but we're making sure it is the best possible game we can give you. Right. But when you're kind of go doing direct to publishing, I'm wondering if that timeline is a little bit more firm. Yeah, because, you, I mean, you have to have new mm-hmm. amounts of money coming in, right? Mm-hmm. And so the, the new hotness is really what's going to be driving that. So it could have been that he was coming up against a deadline of, crap, I need to get something out at a certain time. This but has it, to go now. it definitely doesn't feel rushed as that. No. Okay. Like, the gameplay is, is really fun. I enjoyed when I played it. Yeah. So it, it's a weird hiccup. I wouldn't even call it a bad thing. It's just this one rubbed me in particular. I know Sean didn't have as much of a problem with it. It just just rubbed me a little weird. Yeah. I mean, yeah, especially if you're pu- used to a company putting out quality and then you get something, you're like, eh, yeah, could have been a little better, but uh, at least they were able to fix it and for free. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, but uh, what else? Because uh, we were talking about how this is kind of like an update, upgrade kind of episode. What else is going on? Well, Plaid Hat, uh, another big publisher, uh, they released a game called Abomination: The Heir of Frankenstein. Uh, this is a this is a really really great worker placement game with this really horrific theme that you're building a Frankenstein's monster by going out and collecting body parts, and so it's really <laughs> grisly, right? But it's really cool. It's really fun. It's the most thematically heavy game I've ever played. That's a euro. Right? Yeah. Wow. And, and you like when you have to decide how fresh of a part you want they they even go into uh murder as as to get the freshest possible but that you you lose uh what is it morale Infamy, yeah you yeah, you lose uh, morality essentially your yeah. your your human element is going down because you're murdering people for their body for their pieces so what was the update they, this sounds like a really awesome game so it really is what? uh so the update they did a lot the biggest problem people had was that it was long right so it's mm-hmm. about a three hour long game which is a little long for you know what this is mm-hmm. um there's also this uh random element where you have to do these dice rolls to see if you can bring your body parts to life isn't that a little if i remember correctly isn't that a little different than euro games because i thought euro games were not supposed to be about the luck dice thing that's correct okay. so, and then there's way to, ways to mitigate the die rolling mm-hmm. but there's still it's really luck dependent you can mitigate as much as you want, but you're still having to re-roll those dice. Mm-hmm. So what they've done is they've actually made a couple of variants for the official. So you can actually go to plathatgames.com and they have these posted on their site. And what it does is actually start you off with uh, some different body parts. It starts you off with some pieces. So rather than having to go out and start collecting things out of the gate, you're getting stuff. So it really cuts down the time. What they're trying to aim for is within that two-hour time range, which that's fantastic. You know, shaving off an hour of the game is great. Awesome. Um, 
they also have a higher um, dice luck mitigation element uh, to the game. So people that were really bothered by that, uh, this allows them to kind of bring this in and really um, make it less luck heavy, which I think is really cool. Um, and then on top of all that, the designer of the game released this thing called uh, Prometheus. So it's his uh, his personal spin on how can I make this a little bit shorter, mm-hmm. um, get people playing faster, and also do uh, a little bit of mitigation as well. And, and you can get that off by going to Board Game Geek and looking up Abomination, Air of Frankenstein. And in their downloads, you can actually just download this. That is actually really awesome that they were able to see what the problem was, listen to people, and get it done, much like the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yes. yes. So yes. now, exactly. if like if you complain a lot, I feel like it is up to you to go either watch the movie or get the game or yeah. download these components. Yeah. If, if you had a big voice in this and you signed the petitions and the online petitions, I think you're required to go. You yes. got what you wanted. Now so go. now you need to go pay to watch that movie. Yeah. Sorry, side tangent. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I mean, the same with this. It's like, okay... You have no reason to complain now. Go download these components and see how. I mean, if you still don't like the game, that that sucks. But at least you tried it the a proper way. Well, for Abomination, I think it speaks to a bigger upgrade. Mm-hmm. It's an upgrade in the board gaming itself. Mm-hmm. Forever, we've had Euro gaming and mm-hmm. Ameritrash, right? Right. And it's very clear and defined what these are. This game is really lying somewhere in the middle. So would, maybe it's time to upgrade to a third category. I yeah. think so, too, because that's if, when I first started getting into board gaming. Uh, actually, I think we were playing with the Flying Frog guys. We were discussing how their types of games are sometimes called Ameritrash because in Europe they don't really do a whole lot of the dice luck kind of base games. Yeah. Um, which I think you is You don't silly. have minis. You don't have, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess. I'm like, what? Why? It's fun. Like, calm yeah. down. Get off your high horse, Europe. Well, we love our theme, and Abomination has all the theme. Yes. It's just oh, dripping yeah. with theme and story and awesome. So I, I'm glad that they were able to variant it mm-hmm. to a shorter gameplay because some people want to just get their game in and done. I'm glad they're varianting to uh, mitigate the luck, yes. But still, maybe it's time for a third category of uh, some hybrid well, I think if people have, have played about and to your point, Vicky, if if they've complained about it for, download the rules, try it out, mm-hmm. and go out and like talk about it on Facebook or you know whatever places that you had issue with, and just kind of spread the word. You know, like we want to show companies that we appreciate them listening to us and responding to our complaints. And the way we show that is by you know spreading the word, like, hey, these guys did a great thing, and it really improved things. Yeah. And speaking of improving things, uh, hey, Sean, I think uh, we have somebody in studio. We're here with Ray, Ray from Calliope Games. Mr. Ray, you've been out traveling and uh, you've decided to join us uh, with this podcast and to talk about some of your cool games that you have with Calliope. Yeah, well, I really appreciate you having me come out, Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Especially on a Sunday morning. This is wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, we record on Sundays, all for you nerds out there. And and because we game all weekend long. This is our break. Well, and Ray is fresh in from China, so he traveled a great distance to be with us. Just for us. The only reason he came back was for us. That's right. To do this show. (laughs) Absolutely. Is the jet lag helping you be awake right now or helping you It's wiping me out. It's wiping me out. It's like going there is not bad. Coming back and there's a 16-hour difference, right? So it's it's a little rough coming back. 
So what are some of the cool things you got to do in China? Because I'm assuming it has to do with gaming. Yeah, so we went and visited five different factories when we were out there. We hit uh, two plastic factories, uh, a couple printers, and a mold factory. So wow. it was uh, really interesting to see. And it was all over China. So we went to a bunch of different towns in China. So it's, uh, <laughs> I was very, very grateful to go and um, learned a lot. And hopefully it'll help us make better games. That's awesome. Speaking of uh, better games, you actually brought in a game that is currently on Kickstarter. Yes. And so this is Station Master. It was designed by Chris Bayless. Um, It was originally released um, from Mayfair Games. And that's where I ran into the game when I worked for Mayfair many moons ago. And uh, I actually really, really loved the gameplay. And uh, it's one of those games where there's a very high amount of player interactive interaction, meaning that I'm going to get you this turn. <laughs> uh, you're singing my song right there. <laughs> right? And so... Um, you had me at hello. This, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, the, the game is uh, actually all about building um, trains. Which and now you're speaking Josh's language. I like trains. <laughs> he does like trains. Staring at them. Yeah, and the locomotives are, are gorgeous in this game, the, the images of the locomotives, and, as well as all the art. So that's one of the things that we really did different than from the Mayfair, Mayfair version, is we cranked the art way, way up. But the gameplay itself, um, we also made some improvements there. But with Station Master, what you're doing is building a train, a train will get a number of cars, uh, that rail cars that are equal to the number that's actually printed on the locomotive. So if the number on the locomotive is five, then you can get five rail cars applied to that train before it leaves the station. Okay. The other thing that that five designates is the number of pawns that can go on the train. And those <laughs> pawns will give you the value of the train when it leaves the station. So the pawns have hidden numbers on them that will range from negative one to a positive three. And <laughs> in your selection of pawns, you'll have one three, two twos, three ones, but one of the negative one of the ones is a negative one. So if you put um, a negative one on the train and the train has a positive value, well, you multiply the values together. So now you have a negative Ooh, score, yeah. right? But, but. If there's negative um, cars, rail cars on there, right, Mm -hmm. and you put your negative pawn on there. Now it's a positive. Then it's a positive, right? So when people start (laughs) playing game, you know, playing cards on you and, and, you know, they're trying to destroy a train that you're on and then all of a sudden it leaves the station and you flip it over and it goes, dun-dun, like, hi, (laughs) got you all. Thanks for giving me all those points, right? That's awesome. You were were kind of like confusing me with all this math because math was never my strong suit but I'm looking at the Kickstarter apparently there is a free scoring app like on iOS and Android that's awesome and so the scoring app itself is um, really really cool Mm -hmm. so the art what we did is again we took the art and we made it so that um, when you're building the trains you're going to score the app Mm -hmm. the way you built the train so you're just mimicking what's actually on the table in the app and it automatically does all the math see that's awesome oh, nice. yeah, that's cool. so yeah, if, sure. if, if you're not a, a fan of doing multiplication and <laughs> addition that right? or if you don't trust people like Sean who like cheats Sean. 
Well, yeah. I, don't cheat. I cheat in the wrong way. I give myself fewer <laughs> points. <laughs> sure. There is that from time to time. So one of the things I noticed, you, you, you actually brought in a copy of the, the old Mayfair game, and we were looking at the art for that. And it's okay. Uh, you know, the, it's very monotone in the colors. They went for a style. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting style, but it really looks dated. It really looks old. And you showed us the art for the new cards. And holy moly, that art looks so gorgeous. Wow. It's way over the top. So Andy Epworth is the gentleman that actually did the art for us. Um, He's my art. uh, Not only is he an illustrator, and he does wonderful work in illustration, but he's also my art director. So we've teamed up for quite a few years now, and he knew exactly what I was going after. Um, He was swearing at me the whole time, but (laughs) the the game turned out absolutely gorgeous, right? Even the app is gorgeous. I'm looking at it right now. Like, all the art and even the graphics and stuff, the steam, and I'm, like, hearing all the noise. Yeah, that was... uh, like, that's so cute. Thunderbox Entertainment did that for us, and they just did a a wonderful, wonderful job. That's Um, cool, man. Oh, well, you don't have to show me the app. I just backed it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be getting the executive. uh, (laughs) There you go. Look at you. So um, if if you go ahead and you click on uh, the icons, that'll tell you which players are there. And so now you got the different locomotives on there. Then it gives you the values of each of the cars. And you put those all on there. It does all the math for you, and you just score the train, and away it goes. Yeah, it's real intuitive, real easy. And and. Beautiful, big, beautiful, crisp, clean on the app. Yeah, just and it's like the, free. Just like the art on the right. that's cool. It's free, right? So I've, the, I've seen pay apps that look like twenty times worse than <laughs> like it, that's just so perfect and pretty. Uh, yeah. Sean still in the room. He made that app. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so uh, this is again on Kickstarter. So when is the Kickstarter going to end for this? Uh, it ends, I believe, December twelfth or fourteenth. Okay. Um, and if people want to get in and you know, get a copy of the game, you know, what's that going to cost? So it's the standard game is $25, right? So there's two offerings on the, on the Kickstarter for consumers. Um, there's the standard game at 25 which is what will be the retail version of the game. Um, and then there's the exclusive Kickstarter version, right, which is the $30 ver- version. Yeah. It'll come in an uh, upgraded box with a magnetic seal on it. Oh, only five cool. bucks more. That wasn't a question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. it's, it's only $5 more, and um, it has a different set of pawns in there, right? Um, and the inside of the box is actually flocked, and it just highlights the art really, really well. Um, and so if you want a little bit of heavier box and a nice, nicer presentation in the box itself, um, then that... That's the version you want. And it looks like it has a two to six player account, so you can actually get quite a few people in there. Yeah. It, and so it pl- and it plays really well um, at two players. As, and obviously, the more fun, the more people you have, I always enjoy larger groups, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But my wife and I can play and still have a great time. What yeah. I also love about this is it's like eight and up uh, for ages. So you can play it along with like a little kid. Like you got like all ages. You know, you got Josh's age, which is what, 100? Eight. Huh. 108, <laughs> yes. There you go. <laughs> uh, to, you know, a little little fifth grader. Like they're going to enjoy age. this game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm talking about like mental age. I oh, guess. Oh, yeah. oh, that okay. works. That, so, that, yeah, that is Sean's age. You can play it in a couple years, Sean. <laughs> Maybe we can oh. teach me, Josh. Okay. The, the nice thing about it, you know, playing with the younger players though right is that they c- because that blind element of laying down the the pawns on the locomotives to score they know what they're trying to do and and they can actually beat you now especially if they 
learn how to use that negative one. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, especially <laughs> so. then, because as adults, we tend to get distracted by our shiny Chinese mm-hmm. devices. And I know for me, like, I put something down. Okay, I know it's there, but I kind of forget about it. Kids actually focus on mm-hmm. that, and they have these running totals going. And <laughs> I'm going to be surprised how well they math this out. On top of the fact that if you're playing with an 8-year-old, 9-year-old, they're currently doing all that math already in school. Right. I haven't done so it in years. Fresh. So it's very fresh for them, so they're going to whoop me. I know it. <laughs> well, the math is basic math, so it's really not that difficult. That, you know. you what are that. you saying? You say <laughs> for people outside of this room, that's oh, probably true. Oh, okay. Yes, it's just sense. the three of us over here. Uh, I was more of a theater kid. (laughs) But there's also one uh, additional card that we added to the game that was not in the existing Mayfair version, and that's the depot card. And what um, there's some of the trains that are kind of lengthy, where they're seven and eight rail cars long. And so you could end up because it's a multiplication game, right? You're multiplying your scores. um, There is the opportunity for a runaway leader. Mm -hmm. Okay. And if you can see that happening, starting to happen, everybody has a depot card. And you can lay your depot card down on the, on the train and split the train in half or split oh. the train wherever you put that oh, depot wow. card, right? So if you see somebody starting to run away with something, you slap down your depot card, boom, you ain't going nowhere, baby. Oh, nope. geez. We're, we're going to reload this train, <laughs> right? And that's what the depot card does. Nice. Right. Sean didn't need more take that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you will, if you want the, the, the big take, so there's, there's cards in there that will let, allow you a caboose, which allows you to send the train off early. Oh, nice. Right? Ooh. So before you, you oh, start... Sean's going to do that to me every time. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm, these are hey, all Josh, Sean's Your train needs to go. Right? He sails my ships. He's going he's gonna <laughs> to drive my trains. <laughs> well, until somebody actually transfers your passenger, you, you build this beautiful train, and then somebody puts a transfer passenger card down, and they move all your passengers off the train onto somebody else's. Um, <laughs> so. so Vicky will enjoy playing this game, you and I. Mm-hmm. I'm not playing with Sean. No, we're not. <laughs> no. and again, we're, uh, this is Station Master. You can find it at kickstarter.com uh, by Calliope Games. You are currently, at the time of this recording, you're almost at your goal. The yes. goal is 10,000. You're uh, a little over 8,200. Like, you guys have 18 days to go. Right. So, at, as at the time of this recording, so hurry it up, get to that goal, because this game is gorgeous. And again, free app. Yeah. And it's a ton of fun. That's a yeah. lot. I mean, yeah. for, and for 30 bucks, right? It's like, you can't. You and can't I, be no. honest, so. I'm being a components guy. The art on this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I could throw off an entire game. Like, it can be the best game in the world, but if the art is awful, and that's the same with comic books or anything, it's you can't get past it and you're not going to enjoy it as much. Right. This seems like it has every single element. It, It's gorgeous. It's fun playing and you can get kids to play. Like I'm, I'm digging everything about this. And a free app. And a free, and app. free app. I like free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if uh, people want to get more information, where can they find you? Calliopegames.com. Thank you so right. much, Ray, for joining us. Oh, Thank you. I appreciate you having us out. Thanks again, Ray, for joining us. And uh, Josh, take it away. Remember... It's Thanksgiving. Your family can't leave. Play games and play nice.